Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. They should be tied for whatever the hell they're receiving. They're, they're line mates. That's appropriate. They should. The just last names are so close. They're line mates. They should always be. They're like congenital twins. No? Nothing? Really? Congenital twins, you guys? Not even going to. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can Episode 31, Friends of Rivals podcast coming at you. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkis. With me, as always, are... Nick Larita's former hockey teammate, Stephen Wojtowicz. Nick Larita's former hockey teammate, Bill Fougere. Where's Nick? Uh, Nick? 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 Nick, where are you? Nick. Where is the Nick? aforementioned Nick Larita who used to play hockey? Is With us. Is he at, is he at Fort Neverloose? Is that in, oh, in, in Yellowstone? Fort. Oh, God. Or, or is that, or, or, or they call, what I called it, the barn. The bar, I'm at the barn, the man. Barn. I'm at the barn, man. There's a big no. autograph signing here with the identity line, and I'm at the barn. Billy, you have an issue with the barn? We don't want to close the barn down. We don't want to close the barn down. You moved out of the fucking barn like eight years ago? Like they went to Brooklyn and they were, they were never supposed to go back. And then they keep yelling about how they don't want to close down that fucking building that they already left behind years ago. Are are they the only are they the only team in sports history to leave a building twice? (laughs) That's a good point, probably. Wow. I can't recall another sports franchise to ever do that. The Oakland A's or the Oakland Raiders would have to be the only other one. Right, because they, right. they were in Oakland, they left Oakland, they went back to Oakland, and now they're going to Las Vegas, the Raiders. Yeah, they, they moved to L.A. for a while, and they played in the L.A. Where? Coliseum. Where did they move? Yeah. L.A. Did they play in the Coliseum before and after both times? That's the, that's the question. I think right, someone they started Yeah, they played at the Coliseum. They played in the Coliseum, and then they moved to L.A., and then they moved back to Oakland and played in the Coliseum. Sure, that my that fact's about as relevant and good as the Cowboys that I talk about. Okay, so, well then yeah. they're only the second team. So in, in really good company with the Raiders. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's really who you company. want to align yourself with, yeah. Al Davis. Definitely. Well, because every other uh, team has the common sense once once their team leaves to tear down the old piece of shit arena stadium that they used to play in. Knock it down. What the fuck are you going to keep it there for? Just in well, case they decide to come back. Well, look, Brendan Byrne Arena is still up. I mean, there's probably cobwebs inside. Have they know done what they, anything? Do you at, know what they use that Brendan Byrne Arena for now? Storage. They rent it out for for performers who want to use it as an audition space for when they go on tour for concerts. So Taylor Swift, when they were doing all the planning for her her stage concert, they set up a stage in the arena and they did all the practicing there. And then they also film, there's also various uh, television sets around the building for shows that record in New York. Wow. It's better than the barn, man. <laughs> I, it fucking is, actually. I, I always liked old old Brendan Byrne Arena. That was my first indoor arena that I was ever exposed to. My dad had tickets to see the uh, the Nets. We'd go to a doubles game every now and again. But that would always it was always, we always got we always sat right behind the basket, and you know you go on on the side where the uh, where the stands are. We get it. You see You're the ice underneath. We get it. You're hoity toity. All right, we get it. it. You don't have to brag. Look at that. Jesus. Mike Kaminsky and Daryl tickets. Wow. I didn't watch uh, the Islanders, the final game on the island close enough. Did some asshole in the stands have a sign that said, last one out, please turn out the lights? Because it always seems like when there's a final game in a building, some idiot has a sign like that. Well, yeah, but they they were expecting more games. They were or they were hoping for more games when that game ended. Yeah, but still, I'm sure some know. idiot still had a sign like that. You or mean some, after they threw all the beer cans on the fucking asinine ice? sign like like that said, now I can die in peace. Ugh. Hey, hey. Hey, easy there. Yeah. So I I just don't understand. And look, and the same go, thing goes for Tampa after after Game Seven. Why are you throwing shit on the ice? 
Well, uh, it's the Islander, uh, yeah, the, the, the one that was really inexplicable to me was the Islanders fans after they won throwing all that shit while their own guys were out there. Like, I, I get it if you lose, but I think with the Tampa fans, it was like monkey see, monkey do. Like, hey, we're going to, look, we're going to one-up you. We're going to throw our fucking thunder sticks on the ice. Which, by the way, game seven, why are you handing out noisemakers? Can the crowd not make enough fucking noise on their <laughs> own, Tampa? That, that disappointed me in and of itself, but. Yeah, that, that was ridiculous, the throwing shit on the ice in both of those games. You know, it always, it always brought, it brought me back uh, to... To the Nets 19, games, we know. You used to go no, to the Nets to games and sit to behind 1995, the basket. To okay. in, in game two, Yankees-Mariners, when Mattingly hit that home run, and the fans just couldn't contain themselves, and they just threw everything onto the field. And they had to stop the field. Pinella pulled all the Mariners off. Um, it's, it's like they, they didn't, we didn't know how to act um, after something as monumental as, you know, Mattingly Homer in the playoffs happened. And maybe it's, maybe it was the Islanders fans just not knowing how to act to an overtime game six win. How did those playoffs certainly have been there before? How'd those playoffs work out for Mattingly? Oh, well, he personally, he had a great fucking series, batted over 400, had a Homer and a bunch of doubles. Uh, He, he, he wasn't the reason why they lost. Hmm coaching and blackjack mcdowell and then they showed him the door anyway. and then they went anyway. on an inexplicable run of championships honey hmm. baseball honey baseball he'll uh patrick good, gilling good he'll go himself. down and he'll go down in infamy with those people mm-hmm. who uh who are great at, great at sports but never won a championship never won a chance henrik lundquist patrick ewing there's a whole wayne corbett a whole lot of them yeah wayne corbett jacob jacob de Al Toon. Wayne Crebet. Mark Gastineau. <laughs> Wayne Crebet. Kenny O'Brien. Browning Nagel. Are we just naming Jets now? <laughs> I think that's where we're going with this. Wesley Chris Walker. Smart. I can do it too. <laughs> Freeman McNeil. Did you say Freeman McNeil? Yet? No, I didn't. That's a good one. Nick Mangold. Well, well I, am, I am back in New Jersey um, to rub elbows with the Giants tomorrow. And my esteemed colleagues my co-hosts on this podcast will be joining me to do our volunteer work for the sean o'hara cystic by cystic fibrosis scott brocious i had scott brocious on my brain cystic fibrosis cystic fibrosis (laughs) charity event uh at trump national golf tomorrow we're all very excited about that tinker's going too she's trying to tell us can't wait to have a field day with that tomorrow (laughs) bro I got an opportunity to uh, to go out today in, in in this lovely state of New Jersey, and um, I got to tell you, I melted. It's yes, so Laura fucking guy. hot. In this, it's so fucking hot here. How do you people deal with this shit? What was really the temp- What's the temperature in Florida? Because I know you know, even though you're not there. It was 89 degrees today. It was 89 degrees today, and it was what 96 here. Oh, it's it felt like it felt like an oven. It felt like somebody just had uh, a hair dryer on the hottest settings blowing on me all day long no even that's even that's not as humid as it was today too you're you're, you're right it was it was absolutely brutal and this is coming from a guy who lives in florida and you used a hairdryer in your analogy when we're three guys that have very little between the three we don't have a full head of hair between the three of us well i think if you you don't think if if i took some hair off the top center of my head and put yeah oh fuck no (laughs) <laughs> you would look even more like ron cordry <laughs> you got the most time and that's and that's not a that's not saying much uh, well i'm less i'm also you know two years younger than you guys right? or billy in your case to uh oh, fuck you <laughs> he's three weeks younger than me i didn't three say a thing weeks <laughs> I didn't say anything this time. And we're not even into a week of that that three-week period, and I'm already hearing it. Uh, well, you didn't hear it on your birthday, so that's something. Yeah. For the first so, time, listen, probably. In a listen, listen the, the Islanders are finally out. They're finally gone, thank God. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to Nick. Nick, what are your thoughts on the on the Islanders losing? Nick. Nick? Nick, you threw it over to you. That was Nick, I think you're on. Nick, I think, on your, I think you're muted. Unmute yourself. Nick? No? Nick? No. Well, so I guess well, I, I guess he I doesn't care. I, I I guess he doesn't. I mean, Islander fan. You mean not coming on the air and talking about the failures of his team? Typical I mean, I Islanders know. fan. His team loses, and what he did? 
what does he do? He cuts bait and he goes all the way across the country. Get as far, away. almost as far away as you can. Yeah. To get Desolate, away from all the news. no Wi-Fi. Screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> Classic Islanders fan. Well, hey, hey listen, they, uh, I, I, I don't want to say they played a good game in game seven because they didn't. I think Tampa just outclassed and, and outperformed them in you know, almost every sense of the imagination. In goal with Vasilevsky, uh, making the early uh, breakaway save on, um, I don't know, one of those fucking jerk-offs. Um, and look at Barzell, man, because he's got wicked hands, man. But listen, they get one shot in like 22 minutes of playing. No, I mean, you're not going to win many hockey games like that. I'm sorry. And, they did and- have a stretch leading up to the goal they scored. And then for like the next couple of minutes where I thought they were going to tie it. But other than that, they weren't even, they had no right being on the same rink. No. No, I, I, I agree with you on that one. And they, they did uh, they did lose, and uh, the Lightning went on. The game won the Stanley Cup Finals. Look, I thought that was the best opportunity for Montreal to seal a game. But, wow, Tampa is so much better than Montreal. It's like Nick said last year, you just can't deal with the line after line after line after line that they can roll out. You might be able to keep them in check for a period or two, but – they're going to just explode at some point. I got to say, I don't, I don't think Montreal, I mean, I, I can't believe Montreal's in the finals. Uh, it's, it's blows my mind. They don't really deserve to be there. And, and, you know, maybe they'll make me eat my words and, and I'll admit it if they do, but this is a team that, you know, they, they went through their Canadian division, which just has zero talent. You know, I mean, there's talented guys in Toronto or whatever the team they beat, but it, it's not a deep team. It's not a good defensive team. They didn't beat anybody good coming out of Canada. And then they went on to face Vegas, who I, who I thought was a legitimate contender and, and I think could be maybe in the future. But like Vegas, you know, they took advantage. Vegas gave away one of those games. And, you know, Montreal was opportunistic and took that series. I mean, Flurry just – that 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 Buckner play just mm. gave away one game for, for Vegas and, and Montreal never looked back. Now they're facing somebody who's not going to give anything away for him. I mean, uh, I, I think Montreal's in big trouble in this series. Three. The Buckner play. Oof. Three is Three the one. magic number. The Montreal Canadiens, during the regular season, had three less wins than the New York Rangers, and they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. That they did. The product of their uh, shitty division that they were placed in. Yep. Can't that, wait to get back know, to normal. Normalcy next year. I don't even know what sport I'm watching anymore because I mean, I think the way Montreal got here was that they're, that they're just, they've got big defensemen. They're just, they just went out trying to rough up everybody on Tampa yesterday. And I didn't watch much of that Vegas series, but you know, you have the way the Islanders pushed Tampa to game seven was just the same thing. And Tampa is giving it back to them. I'm not saying there's anybody innocent here, but the amount of slashing and, and cross-checking and, all this horse shit and after the whistle fights that are, that are not being, no penalties are being called. I mean, uh, it, it's just ridiculous to me. I don't, I don't even know what, this is not, this is not hockey that they've been playing all year. And it's like, how, why are we changing the rules when the playoffs come? Yeah. I don't, it's not every year though. Either. Yeah. But why? It, but that's but, every you know, year. It's not, but it's more pronounced now that like this isn't the game that the Penguins were that when, we, when the Penguins had their success five years ago. This they didn't have to go through this this level of horseshit with the with the slashing. Yes, in the playoffs, there's harder hitting. It's more intense. There's and all that stuff is great, but I mean, you just try to skate through and, and bring the puck into the zone. There's there's two guys slashing you on the way, and, and nothing's getting called. And I, I've not seen that level of of putting your whistle away. Uh, I feel like ever. I don't know. This is this is as bad as I've ever seen it. I definitely recall a couple of times watching Montreal try and move a lightning player off the crease, you know, once Price made a save and just not being able to budge them. It's like they're trying to be tough and physical, but they're just not strong enough. Yeah, because lightning will give that back to them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I barely watched any of the game because I was flying up here, uh, but I did catch some of the highlights. Um, and nothing really stood out for me that Montreal did anything positive 
in that game where that certainly was an opportunity for them, you know, to come in there and steal a game away from a Tampa team that was just, you know, they probably were exhausted from, from, from playing the Islanders having to play, you know, a, a game a couple of nights later. Um, but you got to give their, the Tampa players and the coaching staff a lot of credit for coming very well prepared to play that game one. Um, and it was a thorough shellacking. And, and as much as we kid, uh, we will let uh, Nick say his piece next week when he is back from vacation. It's always uh, fun to make fun of the Islanders when no one is, no one is here, um, but we will certainly give him the opportunity um, for next year. Or, I'm going to uh, admit or, uh, to finish up. I'm going to admit a little bit of stupidity here. And maybe you guys could shed some light bill. Cause I know Casey's a big lightning fan and Tom, you being down there, just being around them more. Why was Tyler Johnson ever put on waivers? Was it just the salary money? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. But he, look, you're paying your, your fourth line wing now, $5 million a year. You can't do that. This is not in this. NHL, I hope he goes on. I hope he goes on waivers again, because the devil should jump all over that. That's well, probably not going to happen in the playoffs. No, uh, <laughs> so well, going to figure something out. Good call, Bill. I was I was thinking more <laughs> off season, but uh, thanks thanks for pointing that out. But when I hey, said look, I was stupid, that's not what I was talking about. But, but listen, we're we're three days away from the potential off season that we've been three games for. and three now games. Can, and now Nick not three can, days join in our misery i said three games didn't i you said three days i meant i meant you know my mind's going yeah do you see montreal winning a game uh, I see no montreal winning. i see montreal winning a game i think they're gonna go home i think i think they're gonna be capable of winning a game one this of the one, one of the two in montreal they got carry price they they have a good defense it they they might catch up with tampa in, in one of these games but yeah i don't i don't see it I thought game one was their. I thought game one was their opportunity to do that. So I don't think there's there's they're going to lose a game. I don't think that Tampa's going to lose a game. I think it's going to be a sweep and win the cup in Montreal. At least the fans will get to see the Stanley Cup. If there's anybody (laughs) listening from Montreal, if you want your team to win a game, let me know. I'll put some (laughs) money down on the Lightning. Yes, as as we know, Steve is the. The jinx of jinxers. Just send me a message to our Twitter handle. Let me know, and I'll put some money down on the lightning for you. Put a little money on the Cubbies. Did anybody know the NHL awards for tonight? Uh, no. <laughs> I had no clue. Aren't there usually a big to-do this in Vegas? and Always after the season. Why, yeah. Why are they – but they, the awards – they've been announcing awards for like – a week and a half or something. Well, they? they've been well, but yeah, like the uh, the GM announced. Yeah, they the announced GM, the GM. The they the announced the, the uh, Willie O'Ree Award, King Clancy, Masterton, and the Messier uh, Award. So there's not so guess, many awards in the NHL that they shouldn't just keep it all for one night. I mean, there's not that many. Yeah, if they're going to have an award show. They should just save them all up for one. Maybe because they weren't doing a, a specific show. Like a gathering, like they usually do. Maybe that's why they did it during the finals. Yeah, this was a half hour, just an oopsie from NBC Sports to even broadcast it. They had one guy standing or sitting in front of the backdrop of Tampa, uh, which was recorded because that was not tonight. It was there was thunderstorms tonight, um, so it had to be sometime this afternoon. So I, I don't know. I know. Maybe All NBC know just is- said, "Screw you. We don't. You know, you don't want to give give us the contract for next year. Or this is how you're going to get your awards presented." Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe, but with COVID, I mean, are they are they doing award show? Did they do the Academy did, Awards this year? They did, but there was a lot that the people had to go through. Uh, yeah, maybe okay. the the NHL just decided, no, we're not even going to do it because it's not worth it. Yeah, maybe it isn't worth know, it. But, there's no there's no Penguins nominated for anything anyway. So fuck them. Oh, Jesus Christ, we get it. But yeah. guys, so we do lost you know that that the draft was supposed to be the final thing NBC Sports carried for the NHL. But now it's not. It's not because the draft winds up being on the first night of the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. There's so that's why it shifted over. It shifted over to ESPN because of that. Oh, good. Even better. And ESPN, I think, is just picking up TSN's feed. Uh, the, look, that's, o- that's okay. That's perfect. That's, okay. Yeah, that's great. That, that's fine. 
But I, and look, speaking of ESPN, we did lose the bet to John Butchagoss. Adam Fox did win the Norris Trophy. Um, Congratulations. So I, I, I thank you very much. I'm very, very happy. Um, look, second-year defenseman winning a Norris. I mean, that hasn't happened since Bobby Orr. Uh, and, and it's only happened with Bobby Orr. And I heard he's – yeah, Fox. I mean, he's just going to be like Bobby Orr the rest of his career, I heard. Bobby or what? Be, Bobby or who? Bob, that would what, be. Or what? I don't get it. Finish. Bobby or. So Brian Leach came on and was, and was going to award the winner with the trophy. And, and I knew then yeah. that if Leach was giving the award, we lost a bet. So John Butchgrass, uh, I did tweet you tonight. Uh, you did reply. Uh, we are good. I bought two shirts, one for my wife, one for me. She doesn't know yet, but she's getting a Butchgrass overtime challenge shirt. Did you buy her um, a baby doll size? I I did not unfortunately. Kitty size, hopefully. Have. That would have been the better thing to do. Kitty size would have been nice. Oh, uh, that would have been. Damn it! Where were you? You weren't even. You weren't here. Sorry. I'm uh, here now. Uh, uh, but I did let him know that hey, I I owned up here. My receipt for for uh, for losing. And anytime you want to come on the podcast, come on the show anyway. Open invite, please. Come on the show anyway. It'd be a, it'd be a lot of fun to sit through this debauchery for us. I mean, probably not for he you. He would have a terrible. He would uh, have a shit he, time. It would have. You would have a miserable time. It would be awful. But, he wouldn't get any of the jokes. No, and and look, we would. I don't. I don't know. If you're the questions that we would interview with uh, would be unlike anything you've ever seen in your life. It would literally be like that Chris Farley bit on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> where we would go, you know, uh, remember that time that, that there was the playoffs and and Mark Messier guaranteed um, a, a victory in game uh, six against the Devils? Uh, that was that was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, look, not not nobody that we picked in the beginning of the year, but uh, Kaprizov in in um, in Minnesota has won the uh, Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year. Hands down. Uh, I mean, that was that was the most given award no, of the night. Yeah, no brainer that was. And I think the Jack Adams Award was was kind of a no brainer with Brenda Moore. Yeah, I I'm actually I looking think. forward to seeing the I'm vote okay. for the for the Calder just to see if Ty Smith landed anywhere uh, on the list of note for the rookie. For the yeah, rookie? Uh, I I, uh, I I'm fine with the Brenda Moore for the Jack Adams. I am not fine with Mike Sullivan being snubbed from that list. That's that's all I'll say about that. Jack Adams. He, he, he was he wasn't a finalist at all. Was not a finalist at all, which I find unacceptable. Uh, Steve but, Ty Smith was seventh on the list, by the way. Okay. He had one third place vote. Give me the give me the uh, give he, me the four five six. Uh, four was Josh Norris up in Ottawa. He had thirteen third place votes, uh, and the same with uh, Igor Shosturkin. Uh, Tim Stutzel was ninth. Sharon Govich was tenth. Keandre Miller was twelfth. Uh, and Lafreniere wasn't even on the list, which not a surprise. But you know, Aaron Sorkin was fifteenth on the list. That's a little, well. I huh. mean, he split a lot of time though. Yeah, he didn't play as many games as Shishjerkin, right? No, no, I, I I don't believe he did. See I don't I believe that. you did. See what how I did close, there? I how close was in. the Calder? I snuck that in. Nobody oh, even realized, I don't think. What? Shesh jerking. <laughs> well, no, it's just that we expect that. That's expected from the Devils fan. Victor Hedman was third. Victor Hedman wasn't a rookie. How was in he Norris third? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. He was third in Norris voting. Cal McCarr was second in Norris voting. And so where was that other guy that was named Norris? You just mentioned a guy named Norris. Where was he <laughs> the Norris Trophy? It's a, it's a rule. You cannot win an award your, that, that shares your name. Chris Lachang was I gotta ninth. Go Bing. That's like Mark Messier can never win the Mark Messier Award. They named the award after he retired. That's what I'm saying. He can't, can't win it. He's not allowed. Right. Well, that's bad news for the goalie in Philadelphia. Well, speaking of goalies, Theo oh, Fleury yeah. won the Vesna. Yay, Theo. Oh, wait, that's Mark Andre. Damn it. Let's get that confused. Vasilevsky came in second, and Philip Grubauer came in third. Connor Hellebuck came in fourth. Varlamov came in fifth. Here's a way for you. Mike Smith? Mike Smith got votes? Here's a way for you to remember the flurry and flurry thing. One, you drove to a lifetime of alcoholism, and the other one, you didn't. 
yet. Oh, sorry, Mark andre uh, And finally, I guess the, the more important one would be the Hart Trophy going to Connor McDavid. No way, really? Uh, yeah, he got um, 100 first-place votes. And then uh, Austin Matthews came in second. Nathan McKinnon came in third. And Sid the Kid came in fourth. I don't know. I don't see it. Other no- Adam Fox came in 13th, but wasn't the first defenseman for the heart. Cal McCarr was. So Cal McCarr <laughs> was 12th. And so he's Adam not Fox the best defenseman, but he's the most valuable player. I, I guess. Wow. No, no Islanders anywhere on these lists. Uh, well, you had uh, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. He was on the list. But I'm saying uh, of, Arlen, of Arlen, was, top five. Arlamoff was on the list. Um, I mean, yeah, the only the, there was there was one goaltender that had any heart voting. I'm gonna take a guess who it was. Well, I think Billy said it before. It was Hart in Philadelphia. <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, that's his can't. name. You can't. You win can't it. win it. Um, I'm, I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess uh, Vasilevsky. I would say Vasilevsky as well. <clears throat> Price. I'll give. I'll give you two more guesses. I guess next I'm gonna guess Flurry. Price? No. And then last I'll guess Kerbauer. I'm just gonna go with the finalists. I mean no. Oh Blackwood. Shit. Tristan Jerry. Is it too late? It, it was Blackwood. not Blackwood or Jerry. I'm sorry. It was Connor Hellebuck. Uh, the guy who finished fourth in the Vesna. Very, very interesting. Nick, uh Nick, what's your opinion on the fact that there wasn't much Islander representation in these awards? Oh, wait, oh. hold on. Hold on. Devon Taves was 11th in the Norris vote. Oh, He's shit. a he former for, Islander. Uh, he plays for Colorado. Oh, my bad. Nick, you were happy about that deal, weren't you? I love the barn. So Nick? Adam Pellick and Pulak um, finished tied for 17th in the Norris. <laughs> they, should, they should be tied for whatever the hell they're receiving. Their line mates, that's appropriate. They should the just last names are so close. They're line mates. They should always be. They're like congenital twins. No? Nothing? Really? Congenital twins, you guys. Not even gonna. I, I'm a little turned on that you said genital, but I, I'm I'm not really sure what that means. I thought that was funny. While we have a break in the action, I would like to welcome Pete Dewar as our newest podcast subscriber. Hey, Pete! Welcome to the team, Pete. Yeah, welcome, Pete. Pete. Extraordinary coworker. Well, I do like that the uh, that the Rangers definitely got some some time on our podcast again. Jesus Christ, we get it this oh. week. So, uh, I I think we're gonna go and uh, transition over to everybody's least favorite game. It's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. I am transitioning. <laughs> okay, now. Onto our trivia question. Well, listen, I, I was playing golf with my with my nephew today, and um, speaking of transitioning, no, and we we were saying that if in this day and age I made the joke, you know, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. But if that actually happens, and if your your uncle be, wants to be um, identified as woman, you still call him your uncle, or do you now have to switch to aunt? You would switch to aunt and whatever name she chose to have as her female name that's she would be aunt so-and-so okay agree but only if only if she says that she wants to be aunt because that then yes but she she has to tell you which you would ask her you would ask her how she would like to be addressed yes yeah exactly okay okay so it's it's certainly up to the individual correct i I can get on board with that i'm fine with that but yeah we were i made the argument that and uh, in Billy's favorite TV show ever in Friends, that Chandler's dad was a woman and he still called her dad. Yeah, that, Friends was not a woke show and it definitely was not. You were lying. That was not a show that I watched and that was not one of my favorite shows. It's Billy's favorite, it was Billy's favorite TV show in the history. Watch uh, this. We'll prove it. Billy, what's Joey's favorite? See? He knows it before even finishing <laughs> the question. We didn't even ask the question, and he was all oh, sorry, over That's how much he loves the show. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait this time. You know, you can ask. Billy, what's Joey's favorite food? Sandwiches. See? It's unbelievable. Huge fan. 
Not many people know that, but he does because he's a huge I fan. And I, I, you know, Billy, what was what was Phoebe's song that she was known for? How the hell am I supposed to know that? Oh well, now you just ruined the whole bit, Tom. Oh, you got to ask welcome. him questions. You know, he knows the answer to. Well, everybody knows Smelly Cat. I is that the song, Tom? I think you're just doing this to avoid trivia with Bill at this point. Shut up. Did you shut up? This this bit can go on for an hour. This is friends trivia. This is this, this is sort of trivia with Bill. You want to I ask me some some just, real layups that I can't possibly fucking answer? Who the show friends? Who was Monica's roommate through most of the show? Tom Selleck wasn't he on the show? Tom Selleck. Uh, no, who's, he's not uh, wrong. He's not wrong. Paul, he Paul Rudd was there. on the show. Paul, Paul Rudd was, was on the show. the show. No, no. Listen to the question. Uh huh. Who was Monica's roommate during most of the show? All right. So she was one of the women. And I think the women lived together and the guys lived together, if I understand the concept right. So it was either Phoebe or what was Jennifer Aniston's character? Jennifer Aniston's character's name was Monica. No, wait, you asked me about Monica. That was Courtney Cox's character, right? It was Jennifer Aniston's character's name. Oh, Rachel. Rachel. Right. It. it was Rachel. And, uh, right. So I'm going to say it was Rachel. Good job, buddy. And who was Chandler's roommate? Chandler. Who was Chandler's roommate? Um, Joey and uh, David Schwimmer's, whatever the hell he was. What was his name? Uh, you see, everybody, I did not lie. This me. was absolutely Billy's favorite. He knows all six people on the show. Unbelievable. I know David Schwimmer. I know the actor. I don't, I don't remember what his name was on the show. I'm not going to come up with that. He made probably the worst movie I've he, ever seen in my entire life. Paul Bearer? David Sh- Paul Bearer. That was hands down. Yeah. Well, no. Second worst movie I've ever seen. In don't a you even fucking say it. Do not state, say it. I'm not in the mood. In Maine. You've what got to be kidding me. That is a great movie. movie I've ever seen in the theaters. Listen, people at home, uh, this is Steve Wojtowicz, the real Steve Wojtowicz, not the actor playing Steve Wojtowicz on the podcast. If you want to do yourself a favor, go find State and Maine on one of the streaming services and watch it. You will see a very high quality film that has been very, very chastised by the people in this group. So uh, do yourself oh, a favor, go search it out. It was God fucking awful. Don't waste your time. You'll never get that time back in your life. David Schwimmer's character had a monkey. I know that too. Did he play with his monkey? (laughs) Got me. I will will allow you to pick the prize if you could tell me, Bill, what that monkey's name was. I know it. You just sounded like a monkey just now. That's so ironic. It's just my speaking voice. Um, no, not you when Tom oh. was going, ooh, 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 ooh. Um, what was the name of the monkey? Um, I'm going to honor you. Even the that, fact you, that you don't even know his name. character name, I just figured it was a slam dunk. You wouldn't know the monkey. <gasps> Ross was the guy. Wait, right? Ross? I, just, that's, Ross, I, is, Ross was David Schwimmer's character. Yes, Tom. You didn't have to send it twice. So maybe in 10 minutes, I'll know who the monkey was. Don't uh, look at the phone, William. <laughs> I can't I can't take it from here anyway. There's no way I'll come up with that monkey's name. I just texted um, it to you twice. The monkey's name. Bartholomew. No, the, no, that was Bart Marcel. Marcel the monkey. He was a French monkey. Twice. We, aren't all monkeys French? Marcel the monkey starred in a movie. Who was one of the actors in the movie, Tom? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Also French. Wow. We. Oui. All right. So should I go to my trivia question now? Uh, anticlimactic. Do we get do we question? get Nick's guesses this week? Absolutely. So but we should we to, each get three guesses. You have to guess in Nick's voice, though. You have to you have to Okay. Deal. Okay. I don't think you're gonna need too many guesses. This, uh, yeah. This uh yeah. That's a Nick. That's a Nickism. Uh yeah. Pittsburgh Penguin, Andy Fearless Brown, Fearless in quotation marks, that was his nickname apparently. Andy Fearless Brown was the last NHL goalie to play without 
what? Okay, so this is Steve answering first. Steve answering first. I'm going to say a cup. Oh, I was going to so say a cup. Okay. Um, I'm well, going to say. If it's the right answer, it's the right answer. So maybe if you want to use that as your guess, then use that as your guess. Uh, I'm going to. Mm, I'm going to say. I'm going to say a catcher's glove. Catcher's glove. Okay. And now this is Steve answering as Nick. Well, I was a big Devils fan growing up, and I used to listen to Doc Emmerich a lot, so I'm going to say a waffle board. A waffle board. Okay, so we had a cup, a waffle board, or a catcher's mitt. Those are so all... I'm, I'm going to answer in, in Nick's in Nick-isms now. Uh, I think Varley um, and, and, and Sturkin and, 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 and Sorokin uh, <laughs> in the barn and at Fort never lose and, and, and Brock Nelson and Andres Lee. Um, I, uh, I, you know, um, right. Um, a mask. That is correct. Oh, Nick, fuck? Nick got the what? answer, right? Fucking shit. Ooh. Oh, he was Nick the last right. goalie to not wear a mask. Is there a year on there? No, there's not. Even, why would they have anything? That, that <laughs> why would they have pertinent information like could, something I someone could, might actually be interested in? Good point. I could Google the rest of the answer. <laughs> uh, What's this? Dude? He's probably the last goalie that actually had a, a stupid nickname too. No, I guess Eddie the Eagle Belfort. Eddie the Eagle. I'm Eddie the Eagle Belfort, man. Was that the last goalie to have a uh, have a nickname? I'm the I'm the Dominator. Because my name is Dominic. I'm the Dominator. Stupid. And Brodor was a sister-in-law fucker. No, that wasn't his real nickname. Yes, fatty sister-in-law fucker. Fatty sister-in-law fucker. And Henrik Lundqvist was the Henrik Lundqvist was the heartbeat of New York. Oh, he's the king. 73-74 his last season. In the 74. NHL. 1974, there was still a goalie not wearing a mask. Wow. Steve, weren't you born that year? No. I was born way later than that. Way later. Way later. A year is not way later. Shut up, Tom. And oh, then three sorry. weeks later, he was born. So, ha, we're the same age in three weeks. You think your parents conceived you around the same time? 19 days, by the way. Oh, they were they were all in a group together. Yeah. Were you, were you, was, were you in, it was a at, at a drive? Were you at a drive-in? Were, were your parents at the drive-in too? Well, hell yeah. Oh, right. I wasn't conceived at a drive-in. I mean, <laughs> semantics. Oh, they were semantics. <laughs> I got a million of them. <laughs> and that was trivia with Bill. Ugh. Well, actually, that that actually checked off two segments because instead of impressions with Nick, we had impressions of Nick. So, and we just did that. Yeah, we just did. We just cross did. it off. We are, we are flying through the agenda items tonight. <laughs> I don't know if there's any agenda items. I think, um, I mean, did we really do a Nick Bash Fest? Oh, think, we touched on it a bit. Yeah, I think we did it a little bit this week. I think we did it a little bit last week. I think we'll do it a little <laughs> bit next week when he's back. I think, and I'll never hear any of them unless he goes back and like yeah, listen to old episodes because he's he not going to ever do that. Where he's at. So okay, so I got a I got a question, and I I touched on this a little bit before but I, I i really feel like you know the nhl in the playoffs and the nhl in the regular season i feel like we're playing different sports i feel like i feel like if it was foot you know this is like if if football they said okay lineman now it's playoff time you could hold anybody who's trying to rush a or, or pass or, interference does never would never get called exactly yeah I, I feel like you know the rules are changing it doesn't get playoffs. called in the playoffs apparently for for the freaking for the saints no <laughs> no yeah it's true well, that's just stupidity. So here's here's my question. What do you do when you're trying to build your team? Are you going to try to build your team around being a, a successful team in the playoffs or a successful team in the regular season to enable you to get to the playoffs? Because well, it, I don't so, I don't feel like, you know, if you're going for the president's trophy, you're not gonna you're not gonna win anything in the playoffs. What was the last president's trophy to make it to the final? I can't who won the president's trophy last year? Did Tampa? I don't know if Tampa I know they weren't as dominant as they were the year before, but Tampa actually 
Yeah, but sure. I don't know if you can look at last year and judge the argument off of last year. I think you've got to go a little further back. Um, and I, I, I honestly, I don't know who was the last. Stand by. If, if, if only I had a computer in front of me. Oh, wait. I do. I do have a computer in front of me. Nashville Predators in 1718. They won the President's Trophy that year? They, they won the President's. The last President's Trophy winner to win the Stanley Cup was the 2012-13 Blackhawks. Yeah. And then before that, the Red Wings of 07-08. And then 2001, Colorado. And 2002, Detroit Red Wing. Back-to-back years, the President's Trophy winner won the Stanley Cup. So it, it is certainly few and far between. So, Bill, if Without it were me and what the Rangers are, are going through right now, they're building they're building to be a, a very difficult team to play against in the playoffs. Do you think? That's I, what they're I, trying. It seems like the Rangers, you know, based on that whole incident with Washington, lack a lot of the toughness that you would really need. Well, yeah, and, 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 and look, that cost a lot of people their jobs. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking just about Gordon and J.D. We're talking about complete and utter organizational changes. Um, and even one of their, for, one of their former scouts, Rutu, uh, got hired as an assistant coach by the Panthers today. You saw a lot of house cleaning. You see a lot of turnover within the organization, everywhere from president and general manager all the way down to the scouts and coaches and assistants. Yeah, so I would agree. Third or fourth coming. Third or fourth seed, you build your team to compete in the playoffs. Should be a good enough team to get you in the playoffs, and then you're in the playoffs, and all bets are off. I I, I agree. You know, one of the things that I sent out. Um, now wait, hold on, hold on. Can I just build on that? Of course. No. Being a team that's in a rebuild. So yeah, sure. You you design your team to compete in the playoffs, but as a team that's coming out like in a in the middle of a rebuild, I would say build your team to make the playoffs. So I would say for the Devils, build your team to make the playoffs. And then get get a little bit of experience for your core players in the playoffs, and then reconfigure the peripheral players on the team to be built for the playoffs. So take out a Miles Wood and put in a player that's going to be better in the playoffs. But I think if you're the Penguins, you've got that experience. That's a team that should obviously be built for the playoffs, not for the regular season. Does that make sense? I think it does, and, you know, and, and I think it's unfortunate that that these conversations have to even happen. Right. Like, you know, it, it should just be you build your best hockey team, and and that makes puts you in the best position for the playoffs. But that's just not the case, because I mean, so you don't think there's any way to to build a team to do both? Uh, until the fickle NHL decides how they're going to call games going forward. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not the way it is now, because I mean, just the brutality of that game one yesterday, you know, I mean, it's Tampa's Tampa's equipped to win any which way. And, and, and that's, that's probably why they're going to win the Stanley cup is there. Cause they are like the one team that can play any style. I feel like, but, um, but yeah, to, for Montreal to get there for, and for the Islanders to have advanced as far as they did, it, it took a different type of hockey. Like it's not that the Islanders aren't skilled, but, I mean, it was just like them beating up on people that, that got them as far as they went. Hmm. Um, and, and that's just, and that's why they're, to me, that's, they're like the prototypical team that's built for the playoffs right built now. Built for the playoffs. Is a team like the Islanders because they got, they got good top line talent for sure. But it, it, the rest, the, that supporting cast really kind of comes through when it's, when it's time to, to get dirty hmm. and to get into these ugly kind of games. And you think a lot of that's going to change in the offseason, but they hopefully going to replace the players that they lose with players of that ilk to be tough to play against. Tough play players. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard to find those guys. So I hope they don't just grow on trees. I'm not sure what their organizational depth is. That's why Nick, that's why a Blake Nick. Coleman is going to get overpaid this offseason. And that's that was my that was my argument against Nick last week about Casey Zizekas. I think he's going to get overpaid too. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of those tough third and fourth line guys who are going to get overpaid for this in this offseason. And probably by Ottawa, probably by New Jersey, probably by the Rangers. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't think so. I think more teams that are right on the cusp than a, than a, than a team that's really building like an Ottawa, New Jersey, or New York. Maybe New York, just because, like I said, they are on the cusp. You know, there are maybe two players, two of those type of players away from being in the playoffs. And if they've got to overpay to get them, they got to overpay to get them. Uh, I would, I would, that would be great if you were right. I think, I think Coleman winds up in <clears throat> Dallas. Ah, uh, I, I hope not. <laughs> I think, I think he winds up in Dallas. I liked uh, Coleman's penalty in game one, actually, by the way, because he, Sergeyev and Gallagher get into a fight. Coleman just comes in and, and throws one punch and, and he's the only one out of the three of them gets the <laughs> penalty. Uh, Sergeyev dropped Gallagher on his head and, uh, and made him bleed from like three places, but only penalty went to Coleman. That was, that was pretty special. I like that. That sounds about right. <laughs> um, I got, I got two more things. So um, Bettman gave his state of the uh, state of the, uh, the state of the game. Goodness, Billy. You okay. You had can, you, can you do and this? You gave it away. Can you do this segment as Gary Bettman so we could just boo you? <laughs> no, I, I I'm not I'm ill prepared to do my impersonation of Gary Bettman. Tom is um, incapable of sounding that stupid. <laughs> oh no, no. Slow slow down, Billy. <laughs> so the NHL, they're hoping to return to an 82 game uh, schedule for next season. Um the season they're gonna start somewhere between October 10th and 15th. Uh, and I think that's great. I, I was thinking more toward the end of October. So anything that they get toward the beginning of October, I think is a, is, is a great thing. But will there be a preseason? There better be, God damn it. Yeah, there needs to be a preseason. Hells it's very yeah. important. You fuckers. I've been they, saying it since the beginning. On the goddamn fucking bandwagon 31 weeks later. The, the 2022 Winter Classic will be uh, hosted by the Minnesota Wild at Target Field on New Year's Day. Um, listen, the Winter Classic is supposed to be in like a stadium that can handle hundred thousand people. No, no, no. I thought they were alternating between big and small. It was in Philly once, right? The Winter Classic. Yeah, was that? That's not a big yeah, stadium. I guess it was That's at the baseball Bank. field. That's I guess not it a big was stadium. Bank. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I. I, I always see the Winter Classic at football stadiums because they can house and handle so much more uh, on the crowd level, and they can sell, you know, was it thirty percent more tickets yeah. in, in those venues? Um, but regardless, it will be at Target Field on New Year's Day. But they're also going to do a couple of more stadium series um, in Nashville, uh, as well as a um, a. Um, well, I forgot what they call that in Heritage uh, Classic. Heritage Classic, yeah, in 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 Canada. And finally, the uh, the NHL All Star Game will be back at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And they did promise something to Carolina, um, I think in the in in twenty twenty three or something like that. Now that's as of now, right? Right. If they decide to let NHLers participate in the Winter Olympics. Is that this season coming up, right? 2022 should be the Winter Olympics. Is it? I, I have no idea what is Olympic years and what aren't yeah. anymore. It is. Uh, yeah. You very well could be right. Uh, what's uh, what's happening with the Blackhawks? They, there was a lot of hubbub about that. Uh, former like coach accused of sexual misconduct. Uh, I think against an employee of the organization. That's a 10-minute penalty. That's a misconduct. I feel like he got more than 10 minutes. Uh, it's, it's, he was a, a video coach. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think they're still considered assistant coaches at that point. Are they? I think they're assistants right. on the team of something. I, I don't know. Right, God, God bless. God bless. And lastly, that I got... You have great rivals throughout sports. You have Yankees, Red Sox, and those rivals happen in the playoffs. You know, you even look at those great battles between Pittsburgh and Washington. That's where the rivalry started. Rangers, Washington, the mid 2000s. Um, 
you look at the Patriots versus well, just about anybody else in in the NFC, the AFC East. Do they have a? They didn't even have a rival in the AFC. That was just it was that was just everybody chasing one team. (laughs) Yeah, Knicks, Bulls, Knicks, Pacers. You know all those those great. I would I would venture to say I would venture to say the Giants were the Patriots' rival. Well, look, hey, they went two against the Giants in the Super Bowl. But are, are the Lightning now at the level with the Islanders? They're they're the the Islander the the Lightning are the Islanders' biggest rival right now because of just the playoff history. Look, they're zero and four against them in the history of their franchises. They lost in 0-4. Uh, I believe they lost in four, not in fourteen, in sixteen, and they lost. And the, in the last two years, they lost to the the Lightning in the playoffs. I mean, it definitely a roadblock for them, that's for sure. I mean, well, they were they were playing them mean enough. I mean, they were they were going at it those two teams. So, uh, see, I, I think they I would think they would say yes. I I would too, but um, I, I you know it with has much changeover as is going to come with the two with their two rosters in this off season. Are we going to get teams that look anything like? these teams next year for the Islanders and the Lightning? I think with the Lightning, you are. I think you're still going to have a Stamkos. You're still going to have a Kucherov. You're still going to have a Sergachev. You're still going to have a Vasilevsky. Well, that means they have to shed $11 million. I definitely think they're going So I, I definitely think they're going to. I think they find somebody to take Johnson, and I think they convince Seattle to take another player. To take a Palat or a Kalorn? Yeah. Okay, great. They're off your roster now. Who are you replacing them with? Yeah, that's gonna be I mean, tough. Ross, it's, I mean, Ross Colton. I mean, he's a good player, but again, he's not a Kalorn. He's not but, a Palat. I'm sorry, but yeah. they're not. You can't, you can't afford to pay anybody to replace them. The whole point of of those two players is they should be replaceable. If 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 Johnson's a fourth liner, he should be replaceable because uh, he's I, a fourth I don't disagree liner. with you. I don't disagree with you, but Palat is the first liner. Kalorn is the second line winger. I mean, these guys are instrumental to the first two lines, the chemistry, the history, the experience, you know, all that shit goes into play with, with, with those guys. So look at, look you're at, not going to get a team that resembles Tampa next year. Yeah. And, and if you look at, at the game seven, they had against the, the Islanders um, it, it's the whole, it's their whole circumvention of the salary cap that kind of put them in a position because they won that game on, on with role players. I mean, as much as, Kucherov or Stamkos, I mean, Vasilevsky obviously was a key factor in that, in that shutout, but uh, even he, even though, you know, he, he didn't face that many shots from the Islanders in that game, but you look at the goal that was set up uh, Sorelli to, to Gord. These are the, these are the kind of guys that they could afford to have on the team because Kucherov was, was uh, off of the cap all, all season. So even when Kucherov wasn't effective in game sevens, you know, it, it, it still had a huge impact um on on just the makeup of that team in general and 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 that's why i think they're making the run that they are i think i think that's why they got past the islanders is because they had that depth that they might not have had otherwise so i think all they had, all they had fucking all the rangers had to do was offer sheets really that's all they had to fucking do, do that. that's all they had to do we're gonna see offer sheets this year i mean we're, we're, i mean if 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 there was ever a year we last said that year last was year. the year. No, we said that last year and nothing happened. And we're going to say it again this year because if there was ever a year for an offer sheet to happen, it is this off season. No, because I it think does. if there was ever a player that was going to get offer sheeted, it was going to be a Sergachev. Yeah, but look, Kucherov, you know, busts his hip and, you know, he's on LTIR for the entire season and – and they have room to, they have room to put him in. But now, now the Lightning are put in a position – where they can't put anybody on LTIR anymore. They're done. Um, unless something catastrophic happens in the offseason, which I pray to God, I, I hope it doesn't. It, and, and, you know, like we've been saying, it's, it's, it's going to be the most wild offseason that, that I can remember. In the NHL. So many teams up against the cap. I mean, there, there's, yeah. It, and, and last season, yeah, what would have been a good season to see it too. But I guess if, if this if it's ever going to reawaken and we're going to uh, if we're ever going to see um, anybody do it, do the offer sheet thing. Cause it really seems like a waste of time, but so here is try, try uh, to coach somebody from some of these teams that are right up against the cap. Just a few of your top 15 RFAs. Yeah. Cal McCarr. 
how how bad are the Avalanche in cap hell though? I mean, that's that's also what you have to take into consideration. Well, they got to re-sign Landeskog too. Oh, yeah, but I heard Landeskog may not be back. He's the but, captain. Look, he's got to be back. Just because he's the captain doesn't mean he has to be back. Miro Heiskanen wants to be with his contract. Right, and and Colorado is not hurting right now. They're one of the bottom tier teams that has capital. How much room do they have? Uh, hold on. I tell you. Uh, and how many players do they have to sign? Let's see. The Avalanche. And uh, what value contract are those players? No, I'm just just those two steps. <laughs> have eleven players signed, so they they have a. They got to sign. So they got to sign ten players, at least. Yeah, and they don't have goaltenders signed for next year either. One of them, and again, if you re-sign Landis, Landiscog, that's $10 million. Um, probably in that range. So what's their, what's their space? They're at 50. How much cap space do they have? should say. Come on. 12, 35, 35, 25, 25 million. So, 25, so they have 25 million. They have 15 million, and they got to re-sign 10 players with it. After they re resign Scott. including if Cal, Cal McCarr, if Cal well, McCarr gets restricted. a five million dollar deal, which I would say is a fair contract yeah, for both parties. McCarr is a restricted free agent with no arbitration rights. But that's what those contracts go for in that four to five million dollar range. Yeah, no, I, 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 I certainly. Now you're down to ten million. You still got to sign nine players. You're not going to find nine guys that are going to make a million dollars each to fill out your roster. Well, look, I, I don't think Colorado's going to bring Kadri back. I think they're going to try and find somebody for him. To yeah. be honest with you, and that What's frees his, up another four and a half million. No movement clause. Does he got a no movement clause? Uh, he has modified. So maybe so they expose he has. He has a 10 team uh, no trade list. Then you got Wait, starting when? Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, in, it's in effect. Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson, Kirill Kaprizov, the you know reigning rookie of the year, but I'm sure he'll resign. Brady Kachuk, Igor, Svechnikov, Line. So there's some good names out there. Now, are, are they on teams that? are in cap situations. We would have to do a little research and really figure that out. I'm sure we'll talk about it after the season and really dive deep into, you know, player movement. Yeah. We have to actually do homework, but there might, <laughs> you know, maybe there will be an offer sheet. We'll see. I mean, look, if there was ever a year for one, it seemed we get it. You said it last year. You're saying it again yeah. this year. You're going to say it again <laughs> next year with the flat cap. We get it. Move on. Hey, I'm just saying move on. Just saying. Move on. I can't move on. I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you have your little outro written down in front of you? <laughs> no, I forgot. I don't Why didn't you? It. Oh, God. This is two weeks in a row. You don't have it. Well, I, I memorized it. I did a great job with it last week. What are you talking about? I have, I have natural talent and skill. Watch. That's going to do it for our podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. Don't forget to uh, follow us on the Twitter. What, what, Bobby? What, Peter Brady? Twitter. <laughs> click comment share give us a rating because it really does help at, us out at friends underscore rivals youtube facebook friends and rivals podcast we tweeted out the Please sweetest birthday wish this year our marketing department tweeted out the sweetest birthday wish this year it was very nice none of you saw it i i we talked about it. i saw it i retweeted it did i retweet it or did i just laugh at it i think you just laughed at it I think I just laughed at it. You're I right. retweeted it and nobody else commented or liked it or anything. Well, Billy doesn't check. You know why? On the shit you know why shit, he doesn't shit? So. He doesn't shit. What, what do you mean you don't shit? Oh, no, that's right. His shit don't stink. That's what it is. How in the, how, wait, you, you have to, sh I mean, it's physically impossible. You have to shit. No, I, I just, I don't eat either. <laughs> yeah, no, so. okay. Now I know. No, okay. That's, that's a bunch of bullshit. He doesn't shit just because all he does is, is, exude his verbal diarrhea i don't need anything extra everything that i that i verbal. put in my body i use verbal diarrhea cha-cha-cha no come on i thought you had it memorized let's go well i'm i'm actually just making sure that nobody reviewed us because i didn't look at that no nope, we're good <laughs> what a shock <laughs> what a shock
Don't forget to find us wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Uh, when you're on there, give us a rating uh, and a, uh, a review, and we will read it on the air, which apparently nobody does, uh, except for next month. So, Billy, I don't know. Say something. Billy. If okay. you're gone, maybe it's time to come home. Oh, that's because of Rob Thomas right behind me. The <laughs> picture. He called her a girl <laughs> before. He called him a girl <laughs> before. That's great. Who's the girl behind you singing? It's a beautiful painting. It's a beautiful painting, though. Uh, it, I, it is. Show them the it other is. one. Bring the laptop right over to the other one. I'm right here. Uh, it says, looks like a Rutgers R. Or we looking wow, are we're you looking fucking at... blind or what? Oh my God. Well, I mean, look, he's looking at his phone. Oh, okay. It's Fatty Sister in Law, fucker. That's not his real nickname. That's not his real nickname. All right, Jesus Christ. Billy, sing us out.